Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and Zeke. All right, guys, welcome back to the Coaching Minds Podcast. We've got a very special guest with us this evening, and we've also got a very special short little bonus season that we're releasing this summer. By far and away, the biggest requests that we've gotten and the most emails uh, have been about can you help me out with this in my golf game or with that in my golf game? Uh, so whether that's because of the, the whole COVID thing and right now that's about the only sport that's going full bore um, or you know whether that's just coaches and athletes that are wanting to get out onto the course and have some fun this summer, we wanted to get some information into your hands. So excited to have with us Josh Bryant. Josh, welcome to the podcast. Mr. Carnes, thank you for having me, sir. I can, couldn't wait to join you. Josh is the head golf coach at Westfield High School for the boys and also an assistant coach with the girls program. Also serves as the Indiana High School Golf Coaches Association, has been a part of multiple state championships in multiple sports, and is also a, a business owner here in the community. Josh, a, a, little bit, uh, a little bit like my background growing up, you didn't necessarily start playing golf at the age of four like, like some of the other golfers that, that we work with. Tell us a little bit about just kind of your background growing up and how you got into the game. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Um, you were right. So I grew up uh, similar to you as a team sport guy. Um, I grew up in a, um, a medium-sized town uh, out west, where basically um, the season of uh, the season the seasons determined when what sport you were playing. So you played football in the fall. You played basketball in the in the winter. You played baseball in the spring. Uh, we had a local nine-hole muni. Um, I'll be honest, I was never really introduced to that um, municipal golf course until I was well into high school, and it was really through some friends that I had at school that played on the golf team. Um, the uh, My introduction to golf uh, was really right at the end of high school. Um, I did I did kind of start to like it quickly. I thought, like many, that golf is, uh, it can't be that difficult, you know, if if you can if you can throw a pass in a varsity football game or if you can hit a 90 mile an hour fastball or if you can make a free throw when it matters at the end surely golf can't be very hard until you start to play <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> and you know once you uh once you got into coaching you you didn't even start out with golf tell tell us a little bit about that yeah so um you know, like like many people who get into, uh, I initially was into education out of college, and my first uh, my first teaching job kind of coincided with coaching a couple sports. So I coached football and baseball immediately, and uh, and actually um, team sport wise had a pretty good run with uh, uh, with both programs. We were able to to be a part of. Um, Multiple state championship teams on the football side. Um, some uh, had the chance to coach some pretty high-level uh, baseball players. I, speci- I, you know, specifically on the pitching side, had some guys that were able to move on and uh, and play some pro baseball. And so, um, kind of had a good, well-rounded um, experience with uh, with great players and great teams. Um, you know, for almost I guess now 17, 18 years. Uh, the golf side kind of came up because I, um, I really started playing a lot of tournament golf after college. And so I, I coached football, 
but everybody kind of knew me as the football coach who had to miss once in a while because he, you know, uh, I had a, a, a an agreement with Coach Moriarty at, that was our head coach at Carmel. And uh, the agreement was if I was able to, if there was any events I could qualify for, it would let me out of football. And so State Am and a few others, like I was out grinding because yeah. Coach Mo, privately, Coach Mo is a pretty good golfer. Okay. And so he and I would play some golf together. So I'd grind on my game and got to play a few. And so, guy, that's how people knew me. Well, eventually, um, like many places, a job comes open because a coach leaves. And, and uh, so they go down the list. They're like, well, who golfs? Oh, Coach Bryant. And so the next thing you know, I, I, I began my career in golf coaching. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a pretty successful one at that. Talk talk a little bit about just some of the, the different teams and the different individuals that you've been a part of. Just um, Throughout the years, we've, uh, we've, we've had uh, um, three or four um, state runner-up teams. We've had uh, state champion individual, Jocelyn Bruck. We've had mental attitude award winner, Andrew Lewis. We've coached over the years, um, I mean, gosh, close to 10 college golfers. Um, we've, um, uh, through between the two schools I've coached at, we've had the Western, um, the Western Junior Amateur Champion in that mix. We've got multiple Big Ten, um, uh, Big Ten and SCC uh, college golfers, as well as a myriad of, uh, currently we've got division two school in, in, uh, university of Indianapolis. We have a, a young lady there that was an all American last year. I mean, she's, Kaylin was on your podcast. I yep. know. Um, so we just great players, obviously. And, and we continue to, we've got great players in the pipeline. We've got drive chip and putt champions that have been to Augusta and, uh, and so forth. So, yeah. And and here's why I bring this up, because I know that you're a humble guy and you don't like to talk about yourself and you don't like to brag. But at the same time, that there's also coaches who are listening who have never coached, you know, people that have gone and played in the SEC or qualified for the for, for some of those different types of things or won a state championship. And they're maybe have a tendency to think, well, they they've just got it so good. Mm-hmm. But you've got all kinds of we'll call them issues, problems, little things that need to get straightened out in the mental side of the game. What are just some of those different things that you have to deal with on a regular basis? Yeah. Um, no, you hit the nail on the head. Um, certainly, you know, we, we, um, good players, uh, good players are everywhere. And, uh, and we've certainly had our, our share, but I think no matter where you are, there are some, some generalities that you're always going to see. And especially with, um, uh, with junior athletes and we'll, we'll be talking about golf tonight, but it could be no different than, you know, a, a, a really, a really good elite pitcher or yeah. a good elite quarterback. Um, I really relate golf to ver- to, to those positions and you kind of do see like similar commonalities as far as like just dealing with like dealing with stress and anxiety, learning to handle, um, body functions, uh, you see it a lot in golf because tension is so important uh, in your body, and, um, and and I think for all of us, that's initially when we when we finally have to step up and hit a tee shot in front of somebody we don't know or or a crowd. Um, you know, that's where I I found golf to immediately be exhilarating and so challenging. Uh, was stepping up in the first tournament I played way back, way back when, and and I can still remember those feelings. Now I see those feelings in our in our players. 
Um, and it depends on the level and you see them all the way to the, to the guy that's going to, you know, that's qualified for the USAM. We've had players that have qualified for the U.S. junior and we still are talking about pre-round jitters and how do we handle those things. And, uh, so we get into, well, we get into pre-shot routine and, and some, some focus cycle stuff that allows us to, uh, work through, you know, whatever those things are. So, but you, uh, but there's. There's, you know, when you say problems, there's opportunities for all kids um, somewhere um, um, throughout their throughout their game and career because the the, the game is a roller coaster ride. No matter, yeah. it is so. Absolutely, and I know, you know, some of the some of the athletes that I work with, they come up they come up against some obstacles in the mental side of their game when they're really young, and others have absolutely no issues until they get up to very high elite, potentially professional levels. And all of a sudden they've never had to deal with the adversity of I'm not the best guy. And now, now what do I do? Or now what do I, how do I handle this? Um, or, you know, even some golfers who it was just fun when they were younger, but then all of a sudden they start to have some success. And with that success comes a whole other myriad of, of things that they have yeah. to deal with. Talk a little bit about those. Managing expectations is something that no matter any coach listening to this podcast across the country, managing golf, managing on course expectations is something that we all, we all struggle with. It's a challenge. Um, the best of coaches seem to have some, some program that, that helps their, their players through that. Um, and uh, it is a, I mean, it's, it is a challenge year in and year out because, because every kid has their own history and, uh, yeah. um, and, and, you know, like, like you talked about, if you have a really competitive program and a competitive doesn't necessarily mean you got 10 guys that shoot 72, but let's say you have 10 guys that all can compete for those five spots. So you've got your own internal struggles and, and managing those expectations amongst, amongst the players so that when they to free them up in competition so they're not feeling like Ben's looking over my shoulder and he but he's a teammate yet today yeah. we're we're together and sure um and then you know you do have the you do have early bloomers in golf just like you do many other sports and a lot of times those early bloomers happen to be you know guys and gals that have matured a little bit earlier and so um Golf is set up that if you can, it, those who hit the ball longer or when they're younger tend to score better. That's how the courses are set up. And so then you have, so you have others that have always said, oh, Ben's always beat me. He's always beat me. And, you know, you as a coach and, and, and as a parent and whatnot, you're like, you know what, every year you're changing and, and you have those opportunities. Um, and you face that um, when you're playing, you know, especially maybe you have a, a group of kids that uh, are playing a team that has historically always been better than you. And maybe they were better last summer and their scores are always better, but, um, you know, so you're trying to help them through those expectations and, and, and really, I mean, I think where you've come in and we've, we've, we've kind of put our program together, um, in, in having, you know, an in, intentional focus on how are we going to handle shot by shot and how are we going to handle those things so that, so that we can kind of clear, as we say, clear the mechanism, but just we're going to clear our mind and free ourselves up to just to just play 
golf and 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 execute you know the shot the best we can and and move forward as we do that we start talking about the beginning of the shot all the way through the shot to how we handle success or how we handle failure and 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 how we move forward with failure is one of the most important things because we all know that golf is not perfect and you're gonna hit a lot of golf shots that you have to let go and you have to let, let them go pretty quickly without without <laughs> a doubt for sure and i'm glad that you brought that up because that's actually what episode one two three and four um of this this little bonus season are going to be the the first one's going to be pre-round how do you make sure that you're in control of your mind and body before you swing like you said josh how do you how do you kind of clear that mechanism but again be in control of your mind and body after the shot how can you how can you kind of evaluate are there little things that I need to tweak but then still respond the right way and still move forward um, and be able to clear clear your mind and move on to that next shot and then after the round how can you make sure that you're not you're not results oriented you're not getting too hung up on that number um, and you're, you're trusting the process a little bit and so really excited that those are coming up josh as we kind of wrap up here got got two more questions for you the first one just what what main benefits or biggest benefits have you seen from just having a program like this where there there's kind of a little bit of structure whether whether that's individually or or just kind of overall as you're looking at your team as a whole yeah, um, I think the biggest benefit of putting together, putting a program in is um, is what it bleeds into your overall culture. And, uh, and, and I think um, deep down, our players know that there, there's a process that they can fall back on when, um, when that time happens, that there's more going on in the, in the mind and, 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 and through your anxieties and things like that. And, and ultimately, we all strive to get to the moment where it's going to be that way. Like the biggest events, they're naturally going to feel that way, whether it's the, you know, for some people, it's the sectional final. For some, it's your conference tournament. For some, it might be the state tournament. We're all reaching for for that day that ultimately is always going to be different than every other day that you've had. You know, it's like playing in a state championship in football. Sure. You can't simulate can't simulate the RCA dome until you show up yeah. that night. And so, you know, you naturally are going to feel different. Just like we know here, I mean, our state finals in Indiana, they put on a heck of a show. The first time the kids ever show up that there's a, you know, the putting green is roped off and it's players only and you got to have tags and all of a sudden you're walking around like, oh my God, I feel like a, I'm, I'm at a PGA Tour <laughs> event. And so yeah. I my hands are clammy, you know, yeah. and you're sitting there and you're you're getting, you know, I'm, I got goosebumps thinking about it right now. That's, yeah. what, that's why we, you want those kids to get that opportunity. And uh, I think for, for us having that, you know, having that focus so that when we do get that opportunity and, and, uh, you know, we hope for it every year and we work towards it. And, you know, certainly it's very competitive in the area we live and we, we accept that, you know, there's a chance that there's going to be a year here and there. We don't, but we, that's what we strive for. Um, but more than anything, it's also as those tools carry forward in other in other areas of their life. Like for sure. Whether it's asking a girl to marry you to yeah. your first interview for a big job. I mean, yep. those are going to be the same thing. I'm actually glad you brought up the state finals. Indiana did not have state finals this year, obviously. Right. Nothing can, can duplicate 
the right. state the high school state finals. Um, but the the IGA did put on a fantastic event this summer. Uh, as most people know, around the country, spring sports were canceled, and uh, golf is was in April and May probably the only sport that that really didn't miss a beat. You know what I mean? And so take our little area here. Kids are going having e learning, and the next thing you know, you know our golfers are they're they're playing golf almost every day. You know, a lot of times yeah. with family and and uh, things like that. Or, um, but golf courses were still um, one area that you could safely um, participate in an activity that was supported at least here in Indiana um, by our governor. And so we, uh, you know, we decided that. Um, you know what, why don't we, if this is an activity that's safe and there's parameters in place to do that, like let's put together a state tournament and see what happens. So uh, with the IGA, um, which is the Indiana Golf Association, uh, we were able to um, uh, to put forth an event that had um, uh, sectional regional qualifiers around the state on a given day, which happened to be the same day our own sectional would have been. Um, so we had golf courses that really supported it very quickly um one it was kind of already on their calendar and and two like you know everyone knows like and just had this feeling like if there's anything we could do to give give the guys you know an opportunity to have that week together yeah and and we all know like there's only there's only always going to be one champion in anything you do um but the memories of of practicing for that sectional and and whether you you know you're grinding out to be the last team out for some people for others it's just the opportunity to be together to work towards going to a tournament and just giving it your best shot um, we did do a little something different we allowed teams to choose where they went so um, normally you know if you live in Hamilton County you got to play with basically Hamilton County schools in your sectional and uh, gave a chance for some teams to come play with schools that maybe they don't normally get to. And, but overall it, it, it turned out great. We had over 400 players um, participate. And um, so that's, uh, you know, it puts out about 80 teams. And uh, so, you know, not certainly every team in the state were able to do it, but uh, um, I, I will say that the comments we got back were a lot of guys felt really good about their chance to play with their teammates and, 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 really represent their group um, and their school um, for themselves. And, and it was fun. You know, like you said, it'll never replace. It wasn't meant to replace the high school state because that's a whole other animal. There's a whole season that goes on and yeah. the ups and downs and the momentum and you never know. Um, but for one week, I do think that the guys felt like they had a, had a season. I know our for guys sure. did. Yeah. And, uh, and they, you know, on that first round of the state final, we were lucky enough to have a team that got to the state finals and uh, you could sense, you could see on the first tee when all of a sudden, you know, we're announcing names and where you're from and you're starting to hit that first shot and there's a few, few people clapping. They're like, oh, this is kind of, this is the yeah. real deal. Yep. Yeah. Hands are squeezing the clubs a little tighter. A lot of balls left on that first tee this year. I mean, shoot, yeah, yep. there, there, were some, yeah. there were more fans and more claps and cheers <laughs> than uh, the last couple of PGA events. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so just just a, an awesome opportunity for the guys uh, here in the state not only to get out 
and to put some of this stuff into practice, you know, to, to show what they've been working on with their game, um, but also just a chance to, to get with their teammates and compete with their teammates. So appreciate all the work that went into that. Um, th- thank you so much for, for putting that on and putting that together. Last question for you. We, we always ask the, we always ask the same question at the end. What advice would you give to a, a young, we'll say, a, we'll say a four-year-old Hunter Carnes. Oh, wow. He's, he's okay. got a birthday coming up. So I, I, I'll give advice to two kids. I'm going to give advice to Hunter Carnes at four. Have fun. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what's going to lead you down the path that you should, uh, uh, wherever you're going to go. We'll give, uh, so when Hunter, let's, let's, let's move Hunter to about, uh, let's say fifth grade. You know what I mean? So Hunter's been, you know, has found that he enjoys going out with dad and hitting a few balls. The advice I would give to a young player, just kind of starting into the game, you know, they've, they've done enough to go, you know what? I want to, you know, I want to go play a tournament, um, is to, is to go play, go play a tournament. And, and, and go play with, with some kids that you don't know and, and get all those feelings, um, that we all know that you just, you don't get until you're, and and it's amazing. I'm starting to walk down that path with my oldest who is just turned 11 and the immediate focus on things that you just, that, that you don't realize you're going to focus on until you're at a tournament. And, uh, and really as a, as a young, as, as, as for a young player, Um, it's, it's not focusing on, although, you know, there's always a winner of a tournament and a winner gets a, you know, a medal or a trophy or a certificate. And, and when you're young, that's the things you strive for. Um, but for a young person, it's the, um, it's, it's the stringing together of good, good things. So getting excited about three good shots in a row and, um, you know, we, um, we kind of have a saying at our house. We basically, we have three rules at our house, have fun. We know bad shots happen. And when you have a wedge in your hand, try to putt after that. Like that's our, that's, that's how we evaluate when we talk about the round Harper, did you have fun today? Yeah, dad, I had fun. How many times did you have a wedge today? And did you putt after that? And, you know, we kind of look at it and that's kind of, we don't, try to talk about the score it becomes human nature to um, to sure. get it mentioned but yeah. but over you you can't control a lot of things when you're young about about golf you don't know you know you you show up at a tournament i mean it could be grandma carnes set up the golf tournament she she just went out and set up these are the tees we're playing doesn't realize that a 9 year old doesn't right. hit the ball but right. 100 yards so you may shoot 130 and that's yeah. actually a really good round of golf when you're 9 you don't sure. know sure. so um so getting out of the way of that and, and you know, um, I hope for all kids that they find that they find um, friends that play because we all know that's what made our lives growing up. And uh, um, I think that golf is getting better at that. Um, we certainly in our community are trying to do everything we can to create opportunities for kids to get together and enjoy being at the golf course together. Um, but it starts with fun and it ends with fun. And if it's not fun, they're not going to play very long. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, coach Brian. This has been fantastic. Uh, great to have you on the show. And again, like we talked about, we've got four more episodes this bonus season. Uh, be sure to not only check those out, but share them with a friend, uh, share them with that person in your family 
that uh, maybe gets a little frustrated on the golf course, chucks their golf clubs around. Uh, it, this is going to be beneficial from anybody from, you know, just a dad who's casually trying to have some fun uh, to competitive competitive elite golfers um you know it's all just going to be a matter of how intense do you want to get coming up with your plan so just like we close with every single episode make your plan and put it to work 